0: time and Lord we thank you for this gathering this fellowship Lord I pray you please bless this message and Lord you'd rejoice our hearts you'd strengthen our souls you'd open our minds to your word Lord you bless this day name of our Lord Jesus we pray amen so I was asked to bring a message for today and uh, specifically asked to be a gospel message every message should be a gospel message but but, uh, but specifically about this I was thinking okay how can I tackle this a Christmas message about the gospel and I got thinking about how the world views Christmas you now see the the great reading from uh, from Don that was amazing and seeing how uh, different people how they see the Lord and then in the words here in Luke 2 that really jumped out at me as well, they said, let us go see this thing. So many, so many people in this world have different views of Jesus. They look at him differently. They see him differently. And especially at Christmas, we see the world. world loves baby Jesus. They love baby Jesus. Everyone loves the baby in the manger. You see, people uh, who would never darken the door of a church, they'll set up nativity scenes, uh, they'll sing the hymns, the songs, they'll play the radio, the Christmas songs, they'll put up pictures and all kinds of stuff, even Christmas cards on nativity scenes. The world loves baby Jesus. And a question was asked earlier about, you know, uh, what's your thoughts about this time? And what came to my mind was, were the words of Charles Spurgeon as he says that Christmas is one of the greatest times to reach the souls of men. And we take a look at why, as we see, as the world becomes exceptionally religious, very spiritual, and the world is more open to hearing about Jesus around this time. And so it's a lot easier to talk to them without them getting upset. But the thing that I got about this, I got thinking about this, <clears throat> everyone loves the baby in the manger i'm here to tell you about the man a baby the world loves but they hate the man that said i tell you nay but except ye repent ye shall all likewise perish they love the baby in the manger but they hate the man that said i am the way the way the truth and the life no man comes unto the father but by me they love the baby in the manger but they hate the man that said verily verily i see unto thee except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of god they love a jesus that doesn't challenge sin that doesn't overturn the tables of worldly reasoning an all-inclusive jesus safely swaddled in the blankets of their own lives creating a god of their own imagination Suppressing the truth in unrighteousness. But Jesus said, for this purpose am I come. He did not come to turn water to wine, but to turn hearts to righteousness. He did not come to break bread with sinners, but to save them from hell. He did not come to cast out devils, but to deliver people from hell's chains. He did not come to attend the weddings, but to call us to his own. He did not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. The purpose of His birth is to justify His life. God said that He would give us a sign to prove His promise that He would come to save us. The world focuses on the birth. Little baby Jesus in the arms of Mary, adored by shepherds, but ignoring the fact of Philippians 2, 5-11. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, it all comes down to how do you see Jesus? Do you see him as baby Jesus? Do you see him as the man? How do you see him? We see how different religions see him, how different cults see him. We see him as just a prophet, or he's just a man. Or as he's reading through the Gospels, some thought he was mad, possessed of devils. Others saw him as the Christ, others saw him as just, just a wild man. But how do you see him? The the Lord even asks us this question. But whom say ye that I am? He came to reveal sin, expose hell, to reveal the way, the truth, and the life. He came to die, to shed his blood, to give his life as a ransom for many. He was rejected, hated, mocked, and ridiculed. No longer a baby, but a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. How quickly the world rejects this one they adored baby jesus they loved but then blaspheme his name they kiss baby jesus but spit in the face of christ they have no problem bowing to baby jesus along with the shepherds and the wise men but then join the soldiers in beating the man with whips and crown him with thorns he humbled himself for us a meek and lowly jesus a jesus gentle meek and mild but the world hates a christ that says the time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye, and believe the gospel. They love wearing crosses around their necks, loving the image of Christ's atonement, but they reject the point of it and join the people in mocking him. And how often you see that. When you walk around town, you see people everywhere <coughs> wearing cross earrings, cross necklaces, pendants. You see the, the fish on the bumper of their car. You hear them talking religious, they talk about God, but they don't know him. They love wearing the crosses, they love all these things, but they reject the point. But in all this he holds out his hand still, still calling and convicting, enduring the shame because of his so love. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And this so love of God is the self-sacrificing love of God. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man who lay down his life for his friends. And that's what God did. God did. God purchased the church with his own blood. God Almighty that fashioned the very tongue that is used to curse him. Oh, they love the glorious promise of John 3.16. They love the sound of his sacrifice for them. But just as long as... You don't have to sacrifice anything, give up anything for him. John three seventeen to 18 For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. The condemnation, the wrath, the judgment, this is the purpose of the baby. That child was given that we might be justified by his death. That we might be redeemed by his resurrection. He came into this world to be despised and rejected, to be taken from prison and from judgment, to be cut off out of the land of the living and to make his grave with the rich. A dead Jesus challenges nobody, but a living one reigning on the throne is despised. The kings of the earth gather themselves not to call him Lord, but to curse him and dethrone the king of kings. Christmas Jesus, bundled and laying in hay, challenges nobody. The world even today joins in with the angels and sings of his birth. They love a non-threatening son of God, so long as he doesn't leave that stable. And this is the point. He grew up and gave gifts unto men, the greatest of all, the gift of God, which is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, a gift of grace, not of yourselves, not of works, but of his own life's blood, redeeming us from the curse of the law, that through his name whosoever believes in him will receive the forgiveness of sins. To him, as it says in Acts 10.43, gave all the prophets witness. The angels did testify. The shepherds saw, the wise men worshipped. The dead were raised, the blind did see, the lame walked, the hungry were fed. The lost are found. Are you blind or do you see? What are you seeing when it comes Christmas? What do you focus on? Do you only see the baby? Do you only see the nativity? Do you only see the the Jesus, gentle, meek, and mild? Or do you see what's coming down the road? Why he came? what the purpose is, why we believe in Jesus, why do you believe in Jesus? Why do you love him? Because he's no baby anymore. He is the risen Lord. He did not come to bring peace, but a sword, the sword of the truth of Christ, the truth of the only way of salvation, the truth of the reality of our sin, that all have sinned, all are fallen away. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. There is only one that has any good, and that is God, and all of our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. But so long as you see your rags swaddling Jesus, you will never see the man. The Son of God, pierced with nails, speared in his side, crowned with thorns, atoning for your sin. Those are not infants' hands, reaching out to grasp your fingers, but the nail-scarred hands of the Son of God, reaching to pull you out of the fire of hell. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, the gift of God, God manifest in the flesh has come to wash away your sin by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. That if you would but just confess with your mouth the belief of your heart, you will be saved. Romans 10, to 10 9-13. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But yet you say this and the world agrees. They do believe in Jesus. They believe in baby Jesus. They believe in the Jesus of their own imagination. They believe in a Jesus that doesn't challenge them they confess of the heart that Jesus they believe in but if you believe in baby Jesus that doesn't save you you believe in just a man Jesus that doesn't save you you believe in a a Jesus gentle meek and mild a Jesus that didn't suffer on the cross for your sins because you're a sinner then you're not saved the Son of God Jesus Christ the gift of God God manifest in the flesh has come to wash away your sins and for this purpose as Jesus said for this purpose have I come standing there bleeding freshly beaten and tortured by the soldiers he stood there and still pleaded with Pilate and told him the truth for this purpose am I come he is the atonement of our sins the Lamb of God and not ours only but also for the sins of the whole world Second Peter 3 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, that some men count slackness, but is long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Baby Jesus, born of the virgin, spoken of by prophets, the mighty God, everlasting Father, would be born in Bethlehem, as he said he would, and he did, that he be put to death for our sins, and he was. But do you know him? Whom say ye that I am, Jesus asks. Your sins have separated you from God, and not a baby but the man of sorrows can save you. I that speak unto thee am he, Jesus says to the woman at the well. And it is no infant's cooing, but the pleading in tears and atoning of blood that pulls at the heartstrings, Acts 17, 30 to 31. And the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Because he hath appointed a day in the which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained, whereof he hath given assurance unto all men, and that he hath raised him from the dead. For this purpose am I come. Hebrews two nine. But we see Jesus, who is made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. For this purpose The angels sang and rejoiced. Do you see him as he truly is? The price for your sin, the salvation of your soul. He desires that you would be the redeemed, purchased possession of his own. That you would repent and believe the gospel, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears a little while and vanishes away. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may may bring forth. For what is your life? What is our life? What was His? Why are we here? We are here to serve Him, to believe in Him who is the God above all gods, but our sins have separated us and He desires that we come back to Him. Do you love the baby in the manger but struggle to accept the Christ of the cross? Let today be the day of salvation. Call upon the Lord of lords, that Son of David, Jesus of Nazareth, the baby of Bethlehem, the King of kings, child of mary son of god belonged of of the prophets gift of god the word which is god that became flesh and dwelt among us he is the god of grace forgiver of sins saver of souls redeemer of men and just as he is no longer in the manger he is no longer in the tomb he is risen seated in glory reigning as king the child of bethlehem king of the jews God over all the earth, sung of angels, praised of saints, rejoiced of prophets, do you know the man? What must I do to be saved, asked the jailer then, for this purpose am I come. Christ's response, it is his purpose, his mission, foretold since the beginning, to save souls, to bring us to himself, to write our names in his book, but it is our sin that separates us. Like the great chasm between the rich man and Lazarus, our sin separates us from God. Your sin is weighty, pulling you down to hell, and it is his own life's blood that can free you if you would just but believe. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved, said Paul to the jailer. And it is this same Jesus, this same message, this same way, This same truth, this same life, of a baby that became a man, and not just a man, but the Savior. Luke 2.10 And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Is he your Savior? Is he your Christ? Is he your Lord? Is he your great joy? He is the great joy of the greatest gladness meant for all people, even you. And if you would just but believe on the Son of God. 1 John 5.13 These things have I told you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. So what must we do? More than just believe in Jesus, more than just believe in the baby, you must believe on the Son of God. Not the Son of Mary, the Son of God. Believe on the Son of God. Repent of your sins and believe the gospel. Worship Him as your God, just as the wise men were filled with great joy and worshipped Him. Let it be that you love not just the baby in the manger, but that you love Him as your God and Savior too. For He first loved you. 1 John 4, 9-10 In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him, here in His love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us, and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Behold the Lamb of God, John the Baptist declared, not at the manger, but at the Jordan, before the people, declaring repentance and salvation. We point to Jesus, we point to baby Jesus in this time that people might understand who he grew up to be, why he came. A lot of people see Jesus, they love Jesus, they worship baby Jesus, but they don't want to listen to the man. And as John the Baptist pointed out, behold the Lamb of God, he followed it up with the message of repentance, declaring repentance and salvation making the crooked way straight. Let our crooked, darkened hearts fall before the feet of Christ in repentance and belief. Let us be filled with the great joy that the Son of God has come, just as He said He would, that that He came and that He fulfilled His purpose, opening the way of salvation through His name, that all who call upon the name of the Lord Jesus would be saved. And to wrap this up, First John 5:20, and we know that the Son of God is come, That has, he is, he is here today. And he's here asking that you would believe on him, that you would join the, the wise men, join the shepherds in kneeling at him, at his feet, filled with the great joy of the understanding of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you would believe on him and be saved. You join the shepherds, join the angels, join the wise men in rejoicing, filled with great joy. The message of gladness. That He has given us an understanding. Do You understand that you're a sinner and that you must be saved. That we're all sinners. That we might know Him, that is true. For He is the only truth. That we might know Him. Do you know Him? And it's more than a head knowledge. It's a heart belief. And we are in him, that is true. Are you in him? Are you sure? This could be your last Christmas. Do you know for sure that if you're to die today, you'd be in the presence of God? And we are in him, that is true. Even in his son, Jesus Christ. This baby in the manger, this is the true God and eternal life. our father we thank you for this day this time and lord we ask that you please reach the hearts of the people lord that all hearers might know that there is a god that they might understand thee, the only true god lord that you please open the hearts and the minds and you bless this time in the name of our lord jesus we pray amen